yeah, I was just like hungry and trying to figure out how can I make my experiences that I offer my couples even better. So I just implemented this and experimented. And when I noticed how much it was actually positively impacting, not only how I, how confident I felt on the wedding day, because I didn't feel awkward anymore. I just felt like I was part of the group. Also during like the candid parts of the day, how people opened up. So like in the beginning of the day when it's like a little like oh people are getting ready they're just meeting you for the first time like people open up to me like this it's crazy when i first started my wedding photography business back in 2011 i made just five thousand dollars in my business Now, I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30-hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Shine and Thrive podcast. I'm so happy you're here hanging out with me and I am just so excited to dive into this episode because I'm sharing with you one of my biggest kept freaking secrets about how I document emotion and the story of a wedding so authentically and this has been a freaking game changer in my business, in how I'm able to storytell and also in how present I'm able to be on a wedding day and the connections I form with the couple and the family and friends. Like this has been huge and I'm not saying it's going to be easy to implement because it took me some time. But again, anything that's worth worth like having in a way is like you sometimes have to work really hard for it. So I'm going to share with you my biggest kept secret right now. So that is to memorize the names of the immediate family members and the wedding party before every single wedding day. And you're probably like, Sarah, what the, how, how the hell are you able to do that? Um, So I'll talk about that in this episode and I'll talk about why and the importance and, and how it ties into me documenting such authentic emotion and all that kind of stuff. So it all starts with me sending out a family and friends questionnaire five months before the couple's wedding. And basically in this questionnaire, I ask like, okay, like what are all the family photo combinations you want? Because I want to be sure to be organized way in advance for, for like all the family photo combinations. So that's in there too. Then I also ask what are the immediate family members names? So like list out relationship and the name, same for the wedding party. I want to know the relationship of each human being in their wedding party because they're so important, right? So I want to know the story behind them too. So I could document their connection as authentically as possible and the names. And then there are other questions that are really important on that questionnaire. And if you really want to get your hands on those questions, stay tuned to the end of this episode on the podcast. And I'll send you to a link where you can download those questions for free so you can start implementing them in your business. So basically, what I do to memorize these names uh, is I have, once that questionnaire is filled out for my clients, I send that those answers to my beautiful virtual assistant, Rachel, who then takes those, um, the answers from that questionnaire and creates like a, like a template. So I have like a cheat sheet on every single wedding day. It includes all the family photo combinations in the most efficient order, like so that we spend as little time as possible there because 
it's an important part, 100%. I love that that part of the family history needs to be documented, right? The different family combinations and all that. But I also want to be 100% organized so that on that day of, let's say it's a hot scorching day or people need to go to the bathroom or whatever, that I get through that as efficiently and as fun as possible. So I have her list out all the family combinations in the most efficient order. And then I have a little legend for each like... um like so the bride or partner a if it's a same-sex wedding and the other partner i have a legend for each of their little family units and in there it says mom sue dad frank like all the names and they are color-coded so that helps me kind of memorize so like uh usually if it's a if it's um a bride and groom then it's purple for the girl and green for the guy. And if it's a same-sex wedding, partner A gets purple, partner B gets green. I just keep it green and purple the same all the time. Uh, So basically, with that legend, I'm able to have everything organized. Uh, I have that sheet with me the whole day in my like little mini purse that I carry with me the whole day. And anytime I need a refresher on names, I could pull it out and I have that there. So again, why is this important? Okay, so This is kind of what happens on a wedding day when I arrive, let's say at where the guys are getting ready or the girls are getting ready. Let's say I walk in and let's say the mom opens the door, right? And I know I'm arriving maybe at the bride's uh, getting ready area. And so if there's an older lady opening the door, it's most likely her mom, right? So she opens the door. I'm like, oh my gosh, hi. Like, are you, um, are you blank's mom and she's like yeah I'm like oh you must be Sue then it's so nice to meet you and when I say that they are blown away and I could see like the barrier of like entry to the trust of that person just drop they initially right away they they see me in a different light they trust me no Uh, sorry sorry they trust me more they maybe start to like me um and then that kind of opens up their heart to the idea of like, oh, okay, she's she's really she really cares about how she documents this day because she took the time to know who I am and know my name. And sometimes they're even like, whoa, like how do you know that? I'm like, I did my homework because you're a really important part of the day, right? And that so that's why. And then of course, like I go in into the room and uh, I see all the bridesmaids hanging out. And I first thing I do is I hug the bride. I'm like, oh my gosh, yay! So excited! So like, I'm so excited for today. Hug them. Oh my gosh, this is making me so excited for wedding season coming up. Um, and then I go through and I introduce myself to every single bridesmaid and every single person that's there. And usually, you know how it is. It's usually just bridesmaids, but sometimes there's more people. But as I'm introducing myself, I already know the names in my head, and then I'm now I'm <laughs> matching faces to the names which gets it takes a lot of practice but um it's possible to get there and I repeat the name so if they're like oh I'm Sally oh so nice to meet you Sally I'm Sarah and and I do like I usually do hugs because I want them again I want them to feel like hey I'm here for you I care about you you're an important part of the day so I just like walk in with a ton of like loving energy because as soon as someone feels good vibes and love coming off of someone it just like melts them and they feel so They feel the space to be free to be who they are. And that's, again, part of my strategy. So I don't do handshakes. I do hugs. And I like, (laughs) yeah, that's just kind of, that's just kind of what I go for. So if you're wondering, like, how the hell do you memorize the names? So number one, 
I have them laid out in a way that for me, it's easy to photograph. Like, you know how some people can have a photographic memory? Uh, it's kind of funny because I'm a photographer of a photographic memory. Um, I don't know if all photographers have that because we're visual people. I don't know. But um, I've trained myself in a way to have a photographic memory to kind of like look at a piece of paper, like a little section on a piece of paper. Let's say only the bridesmaids names. And then I memorize them in, in order. So I keep repeating myself, them to myself in order. And then I can kind of see that picture in my head of them in order. So like Ashley, Mary, Sally, Ashley, Mary, Sally, like over and over. And then once I've done that, I go to the next step to keep those names in my brain. And I go to the whole idea of like remembering by association. So let's say I'm like, okay, Ashley. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember I photographed uh, a wedding where the bride's name was Ashley. So, okay, I know an Ashley. Okay. And then Sally. And I, I think of like, so personally, I've actually never met a Sally. So whenever it's a name that I've never actually like met someone, so I can't associate them to anyone. I just kind of, I could either pick a rhyming word like rally, <laughs> Sally, rally, rally. And then I think of cars. So I'm like, okay, rally, car, Sally. And then somehow it just sticks in my head and I remember the name Sally. So that's how I do it. So it, number one, photographic memory. Um, I kind of repeat them over and over again in my head and I remember the order of them and I take a kind of picture of that little section. And then I memorize the names by association. So I remember people that I've met in the past that have had that name and it sticks like this. It's so interesting. Um, so that's part of my the way I do it. But just so you know, I'm not perfect. I can't be like, oh yeah, every single wedding I memorize, every single name and every single wedding party member. Because sometimes if there's a wedding party of like 12 people total, that gets hard, especially because you're walking into a room with so many people, there's so much excitement. And to, for you to automatically match faces to names right away can be really like overwhelming. Uh, so I'm still not perfect there, but I still do a really good job as throughout the day, I keep like listening of like, oh, who are they calling that name? And then I have my little list in my purse that I keep looking at. And I'm like, okay, that's their name. That's their name. Because throughout the day, like if, if let's say it's cocktail hour and I remember one of the bride's names names and I'm just like, oh no, actually even better, right? During the photos of like the wedding party, if I'm calling out people's names, they just like, you know, they're like, yo, I like this girl. Because all of us as humans, the sweetest thing we can hear is our name, right? As soon as I know for me, if, as soon as someone that I just met says, oh, hey, Sarah, I'm like, oh, they know me, they know who I am, and they care enough to, enough to whoever remembered my name. And I, for some reason, it's such a beautiful thing, but I feel so comfortable to just be myself and like get closer to them and like talk about life. So that's what I do. So like during the wedding party photos, I'm like, oh, Ashley, like, could you like scooch over a little bit closer? Or or when I do just like photos of like the bride with each of the girls or the groom with each of the guys alone, then maybe the groom, groom's name is Zach. And then I, I'm like, oh, Zach, okay, how about you and David now? And then people are blown away by this. We're like, how do you remember all of these names? And so again, that has been huge because everyone just opens up in front of you. Like instead of it being like awkward family photos or wedding party photos, you're you're there and you feel like you're part of the group actually and everyone really respects you and then they trust you even more. So guess what I get less?
Attention fellow wedding photographers and fellow wannabe wedding photographers. Tell me if this sounds like you. You're scared of missing key moments on wedding days. You feel pressured to create photos that are quote unquote Pinterest perfect and Instagram worthy. You're nervous about all the different lighting scenarios that are out of your control and you're not sure how to handle them. You're confused on how to balance creating beautiful imagery while also capturing authentic moments and emotion. And you're worried about being in people's way way too often. If you're like, hells yeah, Sarah, you read my mind, then I'm here all excited and bushy-tailed, yes, I had to throw in the squirrel reference, to let you know that I've created something for you that will help you become a confident wedding day storyteller in just two weeks. It's an online program that I created just for you called Intuitive Storytelling, and it's officially out and ready for enrollment. I want you to take a moment and imagine for a second what life would be like if you knew how to be at the right place at the right time on wedding days so you can catch those key and in-between moments. You got emails back from your clients saying, you were the best freaking decision we made for our wedding. You also knew how to confidently create strong storytelling photos that people felt emotionally connected to. And you finally felt like an actual fly on the wall, aka people don't stare into your camera all day anymore. Well, it's all possible because I consistently experience these things myself. And now I want to help you make these possibilities become your reality. Are you all bright eyed and bushy tailed right now too? Again, had to throw in the squirrel reference, you know me. So listen up. You can get started on learning all my tips and tricks of how I document wedding days as soon as today. You can go to saramonica.com forward slash storytelling for all the deets and instructions on how to grab your copy of the course. You'll have lifetime access and you can go at it at your own pace along with a private community of other like-minded photographers that are on the same journey as you are. With intuitive storytelling, you'll be able to learn how to confidently storytell like a pro on wedding days in just two weeks. So what are you waiting for? Uplevel your storytelling game this wedding season so that next year you'll be watching your inbox filling up with even more inquiries. Hello referrals from this year's clients. So again, head over to saramonica.com forward slash storytelling and sign up now. I cannot wait to see you in there. Guess what I get less? I get less of like people being like, hey, how about like you try this or this or let's go over here for a photo, even though that's great in some some like sometimes I love when people can if it's something that they know is important to the couple and they like let me know about it, they're like hey like how about doing a photo there because earlier in the day she mentioned to me that that spot is special that's amazing but you know how sometimes we get people that want to take a little bit more control and they're just like oh like how about that spot for a photo how about that spot and in the, you're in the in the moment you're kind of like uh I if you're suggesting it can't get creative in my mind and it's like kind of cutting off my creative process so I get less of that now because people are like, she has this. Like, so that has been another trickle, trickling positive effect of all of this. Um, so basically, if you're wondering how you can even, you know, make this happen for yourself, I'm going to be honest. This is a simple, it's a simple, uh, like, hack, right? It's a simple strategy to, 
you know, having people open up in front of you more and trust you, but it's not easy to implement. It takes practice. Like it took me one to two years of practice. This is something that I literally have never heard of anyone doing. I made this up myself. I put out, put out, created this little system for myself and I didn't tell couples that I was doing this. I just kept practicing and practicing because I wanted to figure out genuinely, genuinely, I'm like, how can I create a way better experience than I'm already creating? Like that's my one of my passions in life is to be like, how can I create an even better experience this year and this year and the next year? And I always want to one up myself on the experiences that I've been uh, providing people, whether it's through teaching or through uh, documenting memories for people. So yeah, I was just like hungry and trying to figure out how can I make my experiences that I offer my couples even better. So I just implemented this and experimented. And when I noticed how much it was actually positively impacting, not only how I how confident I felt on the wedding day, because I didn't feel awkward anymore. I just felt like I was part of the group. Also, during like the candid parts of the day, how people opened up. So like in the beginning of the day, when it's like a little like, oh, people are getting ready. They're just meeting you for the first time. Like people open up to me like this. It's crazy. Um, so it took me one to two years of practicing quietly to myself and just doing this on wedding days. Then finally, when like over two years came around and I was like nailing every single wedding where I was just like mostly remembering people's names, I got to the point where it could be now my kind of point of differentiation. So like if a couple reaches out and, um, you know, we chat over email or they want to do a little phone call for five minutes just to see like, hey, we just had a question for you before we're uh, comfortable to move forward. Then they would be like, tell us about how you work. Then that would be something that I would talk about. I'd be like, I believe that a wedding day isn't just about the bride and the groom. It's also about all the other people involved. And I don't want to just make you two feel comfortable. I want them to feel comfortable too, because I understand how nerve wracking it could be to be in front of a camera all day. And then they don't know this person is taking photos of them. So, and then also with me wanting to document such authentic emotion, part of my secret sauce to doing that is to memorize their names ahead of time. And and then I give an example saying like, oh, hey, you must be Sue if it was the mom. And the couple is like, whoa, we have never heard anyone say that before. And that's so amazing that you put so much effort into that and heart and they, their confidence about hiring me goes th- through the roof because they know that their family and friends, the people that they care about most are going to be well taken care of. They're going to feel comfortable and that will make them feel less stressed on the day. It'll make them feel like everything is running more smoothly. So this is just something that has so many positive trickle down effects into the day, into the experience, into the photos. Oh my gosh, like I've been getting such way better candid photos since I implemented this. So that's the secret. That's like my biggest kept secret. And I hope you get a lot of value out of this. So if you do want all of the um, questions that I do ask on the family and friends questionnaire that I send five months before the wedding day, uh, head over to sarahmonica.com, Sarah, no H, Monica with a K, uh, forward slash 18. So sarahmonica.com forward slash 18. And that's where you'll get your hands on all these questions. And then the questions that are at the very bottom are also golden. Like you're going to love those. So basically, just to give you a bit of a sneak peek of those questions at the bottom, if you ask those questions, you know exactly who are the most important people to pay attention to from the whole wedding. And those those um, those questions will 
help you know exactly what emotions to look out for and when and where and between who and that's how you create the most meaningful photographs for your couples so yeah I really really would love to hear if you this like blew your mind because I know that this is something that blew my mind over time as I implemented it I want to know if it helped you gain a new perspective so please dm me if it did also if you have a friend that feels like they don't know how to improve their client experience please share them with them because share this episode with them because I mean, if we all do a better job at just like being love at wedding days and seeing everyone that's meant to be seen, not just the bride and groom, seeing everyone, I mean, wedding photography as a whole in the world is going to go to such a more positive space. More people are going to have more photos that they really, really cherish between their favorite people um, that are just so authentic. So together, if we share this message we can positively impact the world and positively impact the type of memories that uh, couples are getting. So yeah, thank you again for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you and I'll see you next time. Yay! Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica Photo. That's Sarah No H, Monica with a K, photo to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is, the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use plus tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. 
Sarah is spelled without an H and Monica is spelled with a K. So that's sarahmonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.